with me? I love this song. Well, consider it our song, then. Can you please clean up this mess and maybe take the dog for a walk? Yeah. I'll, I'll get to it. I can't do this anymore. I told Jack six months ago if things didn't improve, I didn't see any other solution but divorce. Caroline, that's absurd. I am on my way, and the papers are signed and in hand. Charlotte. How do you know my name? She's suffering from retrograde amnesia. Well, she doesn't have to know she was about to make a huge mistake. Only happy memories pass this door? Deal. Oh, home sweet home. Do we ever hire a house cleaner? I bet Jack was really fun to fall in love with but he's not fun to live with. Welcome home. You like it? You cooked? You can cook? I should have always been giving you my best. You deserve it. I've never heard this song before. I love it. This is our song. Do you want to dance? I know who I am now, Jack. And I'm not me without you. You know, I knew it was too easy. If you think about how things have been going so far, we haven't really had that movie that truly pissed me off and offended me as a human being in the 21st century who believes, um, you know, uh, women uh, should be treated like people and uh, are allowed to have their own ways of life and and all of those things. We were doing so well, you know? Even Hallmark seemed to have kind of backed off the working women are evil thing. Uh, the last movie we watched let a woman have a career and, and a man and everything was okay. But then we get to this one and kids... It's time to get angry again, which is a little refreshing, quite frankly, because it gets a little dull when I'm not angry. So here we are with 2017 Made for the Up Network, Second Chance Christmas. I believe it has alternate titles, something like Love Strikes Twice. Um, this is the overboard of Christmas movies, and I mean that in the worst possible way. Now, like many people of my age, as a kid, I loved Overboard. I think it's delightful. I think Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell are wonderful actors, especially together. They have chemistry. And I recall many a day watching that movie and thinking it was great. And this couple was great. And then you watch it as an adult. And boy, is that problematic. Because the idea of taking advantage of a woman in a not-all-their-mental-state and convincing her that you've always been in love... There's something really fucked up about that. And so Second Chance Christmas uh, takes that idea and runs with it and does even worse things in the process. So let's start with the fact that this is made for the Up Network. Now, um, I think the Up Network is sort of Christian. I'm not really sure. I haven't fully been able to figure that out. They seem to specialize in like uplifting stuff, which is fine. Uh, last year, we covered a few Up Network movies, one of which was the uh, hilariously terrible 
not uh, it was like the in sync's little brother the 98 degrees guy not nick lachey but his brother lachey uh was the rock star who goes to a small town and falls in love with somebody that was fun in a terrible way and then there was the ice skating movie last year which was delightful and like genuinely probably the only movie i watched where i thought hey these leads actually have sexual chemistry with each other uh but I, so I really don't understand this network. I don't know its identity. I don't know its affiliates. But I do know from Second Jazz Christmas that I would say if I ever met somebody running it, fuck you. Okay, Second Chance Christmas, uh, 2017, directed by somebody named Danny Boudet, B-U-D-A-Y. Uh, seems to be a newbie to the genre, has directed other stuff, only a few things, and nothing directly with the word Christmas in the title. So, um, welcome, I suppose, and goodbye, I hope. Maybe it's not his fault. Maybe it's the script. But, uh, yeah, this one has problems. So, as you heard from the trailer, our main, uh, character is Caroline. And Caroline and Jack meet, fall in love, get married. This is all in the pre-credit sequence. They're together for about five years when the credits end and we're now thrust into the harsh light of day. When it turns out being married to a lazy asshole makes you really unhappy. And so while you're running your own business very successfully and working really hard and, you know, trying to professionally do what you want to do, uh, and then you come home to your slug of a husband who is laying on the couch eating pizza and playing video games, the movie. Oh, and also there's a dog who he doesn't seem to take outside for walks. So the dog's, I assume, just peeing on everything. So, I mean, what we're supposed to get from all of this is that Caroline's a horrible person because how dare she put her career before this terrible slug of a husband that she has. Uh, yeah, it, 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 that's how it goes. So Caroline, as you heard from the trailer, had given him something of an ultimatum, but apparently he kind of said, I don't ever want to talk about things that are depressing. So she was like, okay, sure. All right, we'll get better and we won't talk about it and it won't have to happen. And as we can guess, he doesn't. So she draws up divorce papers, kind of tricks him into signing it, but uh, I mean, it, it, he was just, he's the worst, so it's okay. Uh, but as she is walking to drop them off, we've established in the movie already that she talks on her cell phone a lot. So she is talking on her cell phone to her lawyer, telling her I'm going to go drop them off, and she gets hit by a truck. Wakes up in the hospital, can't remember a thing other than her name. Uh, so Jack takes this opportunity to say, yeah, no, no, we're, we're married, which is true. You know, we're, we're in love. Oh, why aren't you wearing your wedding ring? Oh, because you are cleaning it. Oh, what do you do for a living? Nothing. No, you don't own a company. No, you don't like your job. You just like to play video games with me. And Caroline's parents, who really want grandkids, and were clearly getting very upset that their daughter was uh, working and didn't look like she wanted to have kids, they say... Yeah, you love Jack. No, your marriage is perfect. They're convinced this is for the better of everybody, mainly them. So Caroline is is something of a, a smart woman, even in her amnesia. So within a few, like a day or two, she figures out, oh, no, I actually run a company. Let me go see my company. So she does, and her assistant's been kind of covering, but she 
get you know starts working again and you know they meet up with their old friends who of course she had neglected for her career because career people career and then you know little at first she starts falling back in love with jack she discovers kind of what a terrible person she was then she seems to uh well then she just everything's going great she's about to say like you know what let's let's get married again or let's i don't know renew our vows whatever it is and then she finds the divorce papers and realizes wait you everybody lied to me we weren't happy what's going on um this movie's really fucked up in case you haven't gathered from all of this so she uh so there's at first you know basically she she i don't know he brings the divorce papers in she just she decides who knows why that she does love him doesn't want to divorce him stops the divorce proceedings before paperwork is processed because apparently you you know that's what makes a divorce not everything else uh and they're back together and everything's great i guess she's happily married to a man who mentally abused her in her moment of weakness that is second chance christmas and i am saying this through good teeth because my god did it piss me off so now that you know already that i hated this fucking movie let's talk about whether it's a cozy cardigan christmas uh, if it hits all the points on the list. So we start with our lead in need of a lesson, and obviously Caroline needs to learn that she should stop being such a hardworking human being and just be a good wife and mom, eventually. Seems to be what the movie's trying to tell us. Uh, Caroline, uh, if you were wondering what her job is, obviously, guys, did you really have to guess? She's a fucking party planner. That's what you do in these movies. That's a very lucrative profession in the world of Cozy Cardigan Christmas. You are constantly throwing parties and they're wonderful and perfect, except your life is imperfect because you're spending all this time throwing the party. Uh, You know, she is supposed to be awful. I guess she has, we really don't see her being awful at all. This movie is bullshit there is one thing she apparently did in her past that's pretty awful and that's it but so she has an assistant and the whole idea is oh she's so um mean to him and doesn't give him any responsibility and then once he kind of starts working with her again he's like yeah you know in the beginning you shouldn't have given me responsibility i didn't know what i was doing but i do now and she's like okay great so now you can be my partner great good okay she learned something uh, she is played by katrina Began. i didn't recognize her although uh i was kind of confused and thinking that she might be related to jenny garth because she looks a lot like her she and she's the actress is fine uh maybe she's too good because i felt really fucking bad for her and apparently i was supposed to hate her so who knows now moving on to number two is our setting which you know this is where we we don't win on this one we usually get a, a big city charming small town or magical winter wonderland and like a few of them this year the we get disappointing sad suburbia nothing exciting there nothing that really marks the town so again snooze number three bland love interest um so first i want to say so jack is an artist And we, when we first kind of meet him, his whole thing is like he's an illustrator and he makes this dinosaur character that's really popular. And when we re-meet him, we find he hasn't worked in several years and he turned down a job with the New Yorker. To which, when I said this to my husband, he made a good point of, 
Wait, is the movie set in 1962? When has the New Yorker ever been hiring illustrators and somebody would turn them down because jobs are just falling off trees for somebody to do that? Uh, so Jack is the worst. I think I've established that enough. Um, but something that, so artist is what I wanted to point out. I always say, you know, usually the love interest has to be some kind of guy that does a very manual labor activity. But this is like the third movie this year where he hasn't done manual labor, but he does do art. So apparently art is like the new Christmas tree lot owning job. And Jack is also just a dick. Uh, he doesn't clean. He says at one point, well, I'm not good at cleaning. Yeah, you know what? I'm not either, but I still like don't leave my Chinese takeout boxes on my floor for three days for my fucking dog to go eat it, which is probably really bad because I bet there's a lot of onions in there. Jack sucks. Uh, if you're wondering more about Jack, he is played by Tilkey Jones, who is apparently a singer. He was part of the vocal group Take Five from 1997 to 2001. I don't know what any of those words mean. Uh, notable about Tilkey Jones, I would say, if you're trying to picture this guy, um, I'm sure everybody listening has seen Alien Resurrection. Uh, and that one, like the one good scene in the movie, other than the basketball scene, which I know is your first instinct when I say the good scene in Alien Resurrection. No, the scene where Ripley discovers all of the failed clones of Ripley, like all the first couple tries of, you know, clones that just didn't work out one way or another. Um, the character of Jack slash actor Tilkey Jones is essentially maybe like version two or three clone of Bradley Cooper. Yeah, watch it. You'll see exactly what I mean. He's very Bradley Cooper-like, but if Bradley Cooper had some kind of uh, chromosomal nerve crossover twist and tied in knots. Now, moving on, number four, my favorite, Le Montage. As much as I fucking hated everything about this movie, I did fucking love that we had not one, not two, but three, count them, three montages. The first one being um, my favorite kind, well, not my, my favorite, you guys know, my favorite kind of montage is a shopping montage followed by a makeover montage. The next one is a people being sad montage. So we get a sad montage. We get a finally Jack fucking cleans the house that he apparently hasn't cleaned in five years montage. And we have a... A happy couple reuniting via winter winter activities montage, which includes making snow angels, um, making jello molds and snowmen, and so on. Number five, dead parents or dead wife. Uh, well, I mean, you know, dead wife's memories, in a sense. But I won't cheat. I will give a half point because we don't have... Her parents are alive and well, unfortunately, because they're awful human beings. Uh... But we do find out, like the one, remember I said earlier, she did one like really shitty thing we find out when she was, you know, corporate work woman, which is her best friend, when her best friend's mom died, she didn't go to the funeral. That's pretty inexcusable. There is really, it's got to be a pretty big thing for you not to be there when that happens. Uh, number six, sassy sidekick. Well, I said friend, right? Which means that there's friends in this movie. So... Uh, Jack and Carolyn have uh, a couple, like a best friend couple, which I always think is kind of really obnoxious, where like when your best friend 
as the wife is the other wife and his best friend is the husband because I just think you could never have boundaries at that point but so they have a best couple pair of friends and they do trivia together and guys guess what they're black so yay black people in a movie boo black people relegated to sassy sidekick role Uh, I think you can also categorize her assistant Joey as a sassy sidekick because um well, I wouldn't call him sassy. I'd call him a really young, inexperienced actor in front of the camera who doesn't quite know how to read dialogue on camera, but that's okay. He'll learn. Uh, more importantly, he wears a bow tie, which I think is kind of sassy. Number seven, the evil woman. Well, obviously, in well, actually, okay, to me, the evil woman is her fucking mother who allows her daughter to be taken advantage of. Uh... Like, at one point in the movie, Caroline and Jack do have sex. Uh, This is like, she still doesn't have her memory and is still, like, operating on the principle that they had a great marriage. But technically, like, I don't know. What would you call that? If you can hear the police sirens outside my window, I think they would categorize that as rape. I probably would. So, yeah, her mother's fucking evil. but, But, according to the movie... That's not what we're supposed to think. We're supposed to think her mother is sassy and wears sweaters with reindeer on them and just loves her daughter. No, the evil woman, of course, is Caroline pre-amnesic incident. Fuck you, Second Chance Christmas. Number eight, slapstick. Uh, Not much other than, you know, the whole her getting hit by a truck. And there's, like, some cooking stuff, but it's more that, like, Jack's such a mess when it comes to cleaning and housework. Again, let me just say this. Fuck you, Second Chance Christmas. Number nine, the sage old person. I guess you'd categorize her parents who occasionally, like, give some wisdom. And her dad is the worst because her dad knows it's wrong. But her dad's, like, clearly like, oh, well, you know, I'm kind of outvoted and I guess it's best for her. So, uh, yeah, I guess we'll go along with it. Uh, there, But he does, like, say things to them about being happy. And no, no, you you can't brainwash somebody or you know just start lying to somebody who doesn't have their memory about a life together and a love together that's fucking wrong to do number 10 santa claus let me just say it again second chance christmas because we don't even get santa claus in this movie what are you giving me what are you giving me you're giving me bonuses, a whole lot of public domain holiday songs, uh, as has been the case in every single movie I've watched so far for the stocking stuffer season. We have had Nutcracker, we have had O Christmas Tree, which opens the movie, and then like an hour later we get another version of O Christmas Tree. Uh, and we have had Up on Housetop in all of these movies. Clearly, these are the ones that are most affordable or most accessible, I guess. Uh, we No product placement that I caught. Maybe roofies. I mean, it's implied in the movie. Cloying child, no. We get like a picture of a kid and the kid's pretty cute, but we don't actually meet him. So thanks, movie. Um, we get the dog and the dog's fine. I feel bad for this fucking dog because it has a, a terrible human being of a father and a mother who clearly like likes the dog and the dog loves her but you know she doesn't have time to take care of it meanwhile her husband who's not working who's doing shit but playing video games can't fucking walk the dog okay i'm okay i'm gonna get through this uh we don't have ice skating shocking because that'd be a great way to hit your head again and lose all your memories we do get other winter activities again there's a montage that starts with making snow angels yeah 
Uh, I don't know where this movie was filmed. I don't think it was Canada. I didn't catch any great Canadianisms, although I think this might have been like one of the Virginia movies or like South chunk of the country. The other problem too, so this is one that just came out and therefore it's on IMDb, but there's no, sorry guys, no user reviews. And the way these networks air the movies, because they have, you know, a very strict schedule and every movie is timed specifically, when they do the credits, they do that thing where they, like, shrimp, shrink the credits and speed them up really quickly as the next movie starts. So I can't even, like, pause it and try to see, you know, which city they are thinking. It doesn't even let me do that, because they're so disposable that nobody apparently cares. Uh, and we don't even, yet again, another bonus we don't get, we don't get a character with a Christmas name. So... Well, I mean, I say that, but Carolyn, I guess, could technically be like Christmas Carol, if you want to look at it that way. Eh, no. Whatever. Um, do I recommend it? Of course I don't recommend Well, unless, I don't know. So here's the thing. I'm sure other people out there are like this, where sometimes, like, you need something to get you a little angry. Like, maybe you worry, my blood pressure is maybe too low this month, or I haven't had a good fight recently, or, you know, if you're maybe competitive like I am, like, you kind of crave that competition or something just to get you fired up. And in a sense, this movie got me more fired up than many things that I've watched as of recent, because it's so infuriating and judgy and awful to this woman who is seems perfectly fine and should be proud of herself. She's apparently opened her own business and successfully has run it for five years. That's pretty cool. She clearly loves her job and loves succeeding. And and we find out very specifically when pre-amnesia, she just didn't want kids. Like that was just part of her life. And then the movie is so blatant about saying she was wrong, that she spent too much time at work. Um, I will say, like, it doesn't totally let the husband off the hook. Like, he does have some realization of, oh, I've been a really shitty husband. But the balance of scales is so misweighed. You know, she ends the movie saying, I'm so sorry for everything I did to you and exactly how I was for the last five years. He ends it with, I guess I should have taken the dog out for more walks. So going forward, I'll take the dog out for more walks. Ah. Again, I, I feel kind of good. Like, I let a lot out. So, you know, quality of life, maybe I give this movie an eight. It it helped me purge something that I'd been, like, softening. Because the last few movies have been more positive. And I'm kind of glad I, I got this out. So hopefully we'll have more terrible ones or maybe not. I don't know. But if you want to find this one, I think it's only airing. It's, a, again, 2017. So I think you can only find it if you have Ion, or not Ion, Up. The Up network and seek it out seek it out if you want to you know bristle your hairs a little bit and, and get angry if you don't you know need to be judged about the way you live your life then don't the choice is yours everybody merry christmas I really can't stay Liza, it's cold outside I've got to go away Liza, it's cold outside Oh, this evening has been Been hoping that you'd drop So very nice I'll hold your hands there just like My sister will be so 
suspicious. Gosh, your lips look delicious. My brother will be there at the door. Waves upon a tropical shore. My maiden's mind is vicious. Gosh, your lips are delicious. Maybe just a cigarette more. Never such a blizzard. <sighs> the neighbors might think. But Liza, it's bad out there. Say. What's in this drink? No cabs to be had out there. I wish that I knew. Your eyes are like stars. You break the spell. I'll take your hat. Your hair looks swell. I have to say no, 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 my child. I'm moving closer. At least I'm gonna say that I try. What's the sense of heart in my pride? I really can't stay. Liza, don't hold out. Ah, but it's cold outside. I mean, you do understand, Ellen. I should go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See ya. Oh, Ellen, you sound angry. You're not angry. Well, no, I'm not angry. I mean, it's fine. You know, I want you to stay. You want to go. That's fine. Conversation over. I'll see you no, tomorrow. No, just let me back in. Let, I, so I just want to talk to you for a minute. Come on then. Oh, Liza, Ellen. Liza, Liza. I simply must go. Is no. All right, it's my apartment. The welcome has been How lucky that you so nice and warm. Look out the window at that store. My mother will start to work. Beautiful, what's your And hurry? father will be pacing the floor. Listen to the fireplace. So really, I better scurry. Maybe just a half a drink more. Put some records on while I've, I've got gone. to get home. But maybe you freeze out there. Liza, lend me a coat. Ellen, it's up to your knees out there. You've really been crying. I feel when you touch my But hand. don't you see? Be plenty implied. If you caught pneumonia and died, get over it, baby. It's cold. It's cold. It's cold. Oh, I'm not showing off, I'm just trying to give a little balance. I know she can say it's cold.